Hey guys! Hi! Welcome to Hello Next Level, a personal development podcast to help you navigate uncomfortable times and uplevel your life through personal development, mindset tips, and self-discovery. We are your hosts, Taylor and Kirsten, and we're here to help you uncover your highest potential, support you, and create a community of like-minded, badass girl pals. Hey guys. Hey. Welcome back to another episode of Hello Next Level. Today is episode 26, which seems crazy considering where we started. But today we're super excited. We are speaking about divine feminine and divine masculine energies with our new friend, Annette. And um, she is already going to be a great guest. We can tell. Um, She's the founder of Sanctuary Publishing. She is a purpose embodiment coach, the host of Sacred Dance Podcast. And she is a published author of a children's book called The Worry Wave. So welcome to Annette. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to dive in. Yes. So are we. Um, This is, I think, very much a a newly educational topic for both of us. I think neither of us know a lot about it. We've researched a little bit here and there, but um, we, when we kind of started contacting you um, and asking about it, we got more and more excited to speak about it because it's just, (laughs) it sounds like a super interesting topic that I feel like has just recently been getting out to the world a little bit more. So um, we're excited to dive in with you. Absolutely. And I love to speak on this because, you know, you can hear it come in a very esoteric type of energy, but I'm going to speak to it in a very grounded way that anyone can understand this in a tangible way. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited. (laughs) Awesome. I feel like recently I've been hearing so much more about this topic and I I don't know, I'm just glad to have you on because I've been like, I kind of understand it, but not fully. And so it'll be cool to kind of learn with our audience as you kind of walk us through like what it is and how it affects us and so forth. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think what we want to start with probably um, for us and our audience is like, what would you define that as the define or divine, excuse me, feminine and masculine energies? Yeah. So I will look at it from the macro sense, then bring it down into micro, right? So when we talk about the divine feminine and the divine masculine, we're talking about the energetic blueprint that makes up our existence. So when we look at the earth, right? We can look at it in a bigger scale, like mother earth, and then bringing it down to our individual self and to our physical body. So this Mm -hmm. energy weaves through everyone. It's not just male and like men just have divine masculine and women just have divine feminine. And, you know, it's every individual has this, this fluidity of energy and it has nothing to do with gender or any of that as well. They're just, the type of energies that come through and they're just labeled as feminine and masculine. So I don't want anyone to feel, um, you know, put back by those terms. So when we look at it in our own self, because I'll just break it down actually within ourself, because it's easier to understand first here, the divine feminine, well, actually the divine masculine first we'll start with. So the divine masculine is like the structure. So it is, if you think of it, I have my hands creating this box right now. The divine masculine is the structure and the feminine is what flows within the structure. So when you think about it, 
the divine masculine is the energy of doing, of creation, of boundary setting, of that execution energy. And it's also holding the space, the ability to receive, right? So it has that ability to hold. And then the divine feminine has the energy of fluidity, creativity, expression, you know, connection to the earth. And it needs the divine masculine energy to contain it because if one isn't there without the other, the divine feminine on its own would not be grounded and would just be dancing along her existence or his existence. Right. And I'm sure we've met people like that where we're like, where are you? Like, are you here with us? Like come back down. Right. And then the divine masculine energy, we've all met people like this. I am one of these people where we're type a, we're too structured. We're like gripping our reality. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to these energies, there's an element of unbalanced and balanced energies at play. So Mm -hmm. if you want me to dive into what that looks like, I can, or. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was actually gonna, gonna mention really quick too. Like I was really glad in the very beginning of what you were saying that you, I guess, specified that it it had nothing to do with like gender or anything like that. Because when like, personally, I was just telling Kirsten um, about this right before we recorded, when I was doing like a little bit of my own research, as I was reading, I was like, this like feels like I'm reading it in a gendered way. And I'm like, ah, I don't know, like maybe I'll have to ask her about this. And then I caught myself and I was like, oh my God, I'm literally playing into like patriarchal society. What am I doing? I'm so mad. <laughs> um, and kind of as I good. kept going, yeah, as I kept going, I was like, okay, well, if I separate it from like this, the construct of gender, it's just like energies. And the box metaphor that you were talking about was super interesting to me. Like that's, it's very visual and it was immediately helpful when I was thinking about feminine and masculine energies. So I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's, and that's important to know, right? Because men have, you know, everyone has both of these elements within them. It's the energetic blueprint that makes up all of us, all of the animals, every, everything around us has this yin and yang energy. And that's really what it is, right? Feminine has more of the yin, masculine has more of the yang. So, you know, if you want to even think about it in that way, if saying the term is feminine and masculine kind of turns you off, then Mm -hmm. that's fine Mm -hmm. too. So with anything, energy in any form can become balanced and unbalanced. And right now as a society, and I also want to preface just because something is unbalanced doesn't mean it's something bad or wrong. It's just Mm -hmm. something to be learned from. So, Mm -hmm. Because there again is that connotation of unbalance is negative. So unbalanced energy with the masculine, I'll begin because right now as a society, we are in a space of unbalanced masculine energy, meaning we value the doing, the scheduling, the execution, the, you know, the planning more receiving, you know, give me more, 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 right? We value that way more than the being, the creativity, the creation, the expression, right? Mm. Even if you think about it in a sense of like corporations versus artists, 
people yeah. value you if you own a corporation or if you have, you know, a high end job, but people kind of look at you silly when you tell them that you're an artist. So, so true. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's where we're at right now in society is in a form of unbalanced masculine energy. And what that looks like on a person to person level is there's burnout, right? There's unins- like we're uninspired. Anxiety is heightened. Depression is heightened. And we can look out into the world. I'm sure we can feel it within ourselves of some element of, you know, how many of us feel like we're we're doing enough when we're just relaxing. Mm-hmm. I know I struggle with that. I still work on that, right? Because it's so ingrained in me. So we as a society are in this place of unbalanced masculine energy. And to bring balance to it doesn't mean just shifting to the feminine. It means we have to balance the masculine first. And that's what's happening a lot. People are like, oh, we just need the feminine way of flow and ease and la, la, la. (laughs) And that's not going to work because we still have a, you know, a crumbly foundation, right? The masculine Mm -hmm. is the structure. So when the structure isn't built for us, we can't flow with this ease and grace that we deeply are desiring. So to balance the masculine energy we have to first create those boundaries and create the structures, but in a, a centered way, not in a forcing type of energy, which is where the unbalance comes from. Mm-hmm. So in like a tangible way, if you yourself are someone who struggles with burning out and you feel uninspired by your life, your work, creating the boundaries of, you know, saying no, saying, you know, learning how to say no for what you want and what you don't want, you know, learning how to say yes for what you want and what you don't want in your reality and starting to create that framework for yourself of what do I actually want within my week, within my days, if you own your own business or if you, you know, you work for someone else, that's besides the point, but you know, starting to create a structure within your life that feels good and not overly pressuring, mm-hmm. not like suffocating. Cause that's what the mask, like being unbalanced masculine is suffocation. It's mm-hmm. not like mm-hmm. I need to do because I won't be able to breathe if I, I don't execute, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and we need to get out of that because that, that contraction that we're putting on ourselves is limiting everything that we're desiring when it comes to co-creating, which is what I call manifesting. When it comes to that co-creating element, the more we grip, the harder it is to receive what we want. Right. And the more, you know, we, the more we're calling in towards us, the more we're like, Oh, I'll just do more and more and more and I'll get there. It's actually the opposite. Mm-hmm source, the divine, whatever you want to call a higher energy is like, let go, you're taken care of. Right. And then that's where the feminine comes in and the feminine comes in to nurture us, to protect us, to, to guide us back to our, our childlike essence. So connecting back to the feminine is really beautiful and can be really challenging, especially for those who are women or identify as women and that have, you know, ancestrally in our line, the feminine, how many of us have women in our realities that may be older than us or that have been in our, are in our generation that value 
everyone else before themselves that, um, you know, will do everything how I said for everyone else besides themselves. They don't value rest. They think the more they do, the more they're valuable. Um, and I'm trying to even think I'm, my poor mother is in my head right now because she <laughs> is, myself is in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get yeah, me too. At one point I was there too, you know, and disassociated from the body, from our sexuality, you know, from our creativity, all those things. And especially um, those of us who have, you know, more of that wombs that have the physical womb space within us have this work of reconnecting to this area of reconnecting to the mm -hmm. feminine. And because of the ancestral line that we're coming from that we're stepping into, and there's all that kind of trauma that is still carrying with us. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to the feminine, we need to first awaken her, right? She's dormant or unbalanced, I guess you can call it as well. But for me, it was just dormant. It was like the energies wasn't alive. Mm -hmm. And you know how you were saying, you know, you're feeling for yourself too. It's, we need to connect back to the body and to the wisdom of the body. So to how balanced feminine energy looks is you can feel safe in creating just for fun. You feel okay to take care of yourself, to nourish yourself, to make things more beautiful, to really have that like sensuality back in your existence. And it doesn't have to mean like sex. It means like eating a mm -hmm. strawberry in like the most beautiful way that connects <laughs> you to your senses. Or it means like how you, you have sex with or self-pleasure yourself or, you know, connect with the partner. Mm -hmm. There's all those other elements to it, but it's about bringing that sensuality back in. And even in the mundane, we can feel inspired when we're connected to our feminine. I love that. I actually have a question for you real quick, if you're good to answer yeah. one. So I'm wondering when we're when each of us is born, are we born with balanced energy or do we kind of come with this imbalance within us? Mm, that's a really good question. And I'm going to say, I don't know. And I think it's okay to say that, right? Yeah, I don't know yeah, for totally. sure what that is. Um, but I think we're all born with this innocence and this, this joy, mm -hmm. but also we're also birthed with all of our in my understanding, our karma and our ancestral trauma. So we may, we are birthed with this innocence, mm -hmm. but we're also birthed with, you know, our own shit that we still are going to experience. So mm -hmm. I think it just right. depends on our karmic makeup at that moment in that existence. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like some of it might have to do with like, I don't know, the society around you too. Yeah. Um, and like, I mean, like learned behaviors and like, you know, what you're learning when you grow up with your parents and through school and society and your friends and things like that. And kind of like the values and the thoughts that you inherit essentially. Um, Absolutely. I, cause I, just like you were saying earlier with this, like unbalance in the earth, I think that probably that imbalance probably causes worse imbalance because then it's basically breeding people with an imbalance in the first place. Absolutely. Um, I think that's like a really interesting concept. It's literally just a cycle. And just like you said, in order to balance out that 
masculine energy, you, you need that, like that structure first, just like you were saying. And I think that's super important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And also I want to preface, you know, the feminine, our planet right now, mother earth is feminine energy. And of course we're going through this climate change and all these issues that we're going through because we don't value the feminine within ourselves. So how can we value the feminine of our planet? How can we see the beauty that there is, you know, see that to be important. I think that's really, we need to find the worth in it, find the worth in nature, find the worth within our own expression and within our own cycles. Right. And then that helps us I hope will help us connect to mother earth and more and more people can come back home to her and be like, Oh, I'm sorry. I've, you know, littered and done, did all these horrible things towards you for all these years. Mm -hmm. You're like speaking to every fiber of me right now. Like, (laughs) um, my, my partner and I have just recently gone all in with, you know, like environmental health and, um, sustainability and, all these things, like it's, we kind of just had like a wake up call at one point and just like basically realized that there were differences that we could make, even though the problem seems so large. And it's, it was just exactly that, like just valuing like the earth and what it has to give and the same, the same thing, like within yourself and within society. But I think that's such a powerful word, like value, like the value that you give to something is where you're going to put your energy, where you're going to put your effort, like all these things. So if, if you're not one to value the earth or value yourself or value the things around you, it's going to cause that horrible imbalance that just keeps cycling through everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think too, with people living in like big cities and stuff, it becomes harder to I guess, you know, value the earth because it's so it's almost like it's distant from you when you live in a place where you're not like directly faced with the consequences of pollution and littering and things like that, because it's not like you walk outside and necessarily see an ocean filled with plastic. And I think it's kind of like bringing that awareness back to those things and then taking steps to value it and balancing everything out, as you said. Yeah. And I also think I just want to add into that, you know, there is a big call right now for people to people like wanting to grow their own food and, you know, whatever, you know, what 2020 brought us was, you know, showed us that we all need to slow down, which Mm -hmm. also is the feminine rising on the planet. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, and there's a call for more people to grow their own food to there's so many people that want to build communities and live in a different you know way of living there's such a call to come back to the land you know even when it came to you know how many people from cities fled the cities and ran mm-hmm. away you know i live yeah. in a lake community not far from new york city like an hour away and literally basically half the city came here. Not really, but you know what I mean? Like people fled and they wanted to be like, Oh, we need to go into nature. And there was that call, even for those who may be the most disassociated from mother nature, the call still came in because it's so primal within us to connect. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just wanted to add that in there. I love that. I, I love that side of things too. Like just, I feel like 
also when you were speaking about like the masculine side kind of being very like much more prevalent than the feminine side, like whether it's individually or societally, I could kind of see that in myself. Like I, you know, would think of um, different instances where like I consider myself a workaholic and it's really Mm -hmm. hard for me to slow down and take a minute like for myself and take a walk and all these things. And that's also something that 2020 brought me was like, first I had to kind of go through the anxiety ridden part of it where I was like, I'm being forced to slow down. I don't know what to do with myself. I feel unproductive. I feel useless. I feel like I'm not contributing anything or like, I feel like I need to create something or do something or learn something like be busy. And I don't know, there was like a few weeks where I was super anxious about it. And I just like, I felt depressed almost because I'm like, I'm just, I'm stuck inside. I don't have anything to do. Like I take the same walk every day. It's just like, it was too much. And then I don't really know what happened, but I like, I feel like I have a word to put to it now. Like, I feel like I tapped into more of that, like divine feminine energy. And I was like, oh, well, like I can make things to do. Like if I want, like I, I'm currently actually growing my own food (laughs) as much as I can in my apartment. So, um, that was a really good example. Um, and I feel like I have a lot more respect for the same walk that I take every day, because even though it's the same walk, I am always seeing something different Mm -hmm. or, um, just little things like that. Like if I'm not outside at least two or three times a day, it like makes me feel suffocated almost. Like I need more, need to be in nature more. Like I need to feel more of that primal energy, like you were talking about. Um, so I really resonated with that when you were talking about it, it's, it was very, very interesting how it was almost like the world knew that it needed like a tipping point almost. Like if you're not going to practice feminine energy on your own, I'm just going to force you into it. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we're guided and we're held more than we understand and more than we'll ever really know in this human form. And, you know, it was a a teacher, right. In its own and how you were saying you were experiencing that anxiety. I had that same thing, but I had it for a whole year and it was just, it was, it was one of the worst years and best years of my life because it showed me how much worth I had, right? Like, who am I, if I'm not doing, if then that means I'm not worthy. Well, no, you know, we all have our own stories of what that may be like and what that might look like. And for me, it was, well, no one's going to love me. So I just had to do everything so that people loved me, but that was, Mm. you know, ass backwards and that's not going to get us (laughs) anywhere. So, you know, we all have our own mirror of this, you know, and especially, those who have an ancestral line of women who have carried the same burden, we are now here to free that line. And when we work on ourselves, we also free the lineage, right? It's kind of like showing our mothers, our grandmothers, you know, our nieces and children to come. Like, you don't, there's a new way. Like, mm. did you know, you know, like we're, <laughs> we're whispering the secret to them. Like, you don't have to be like this anymore. <laughs> Check out this thing that I learned. Yeah. They still think you're nuts, but one day they'll understand. <laughs> At least my side, they think I'm still nuts. <laughs> I love it. Kirsten, did you have something? Um, I don't know. I guess I was just thinking about how 
I don't know. I feel like it's kind of tough because on one hand, like I like both Taylor and I, we grew up like literally just in the woods, like in nature. And so like I feel this like growing up, I felt a pull to like live in a big city and kind of like move out of that area, out of the small town, you know, you know, the dream of like moving to New York City or just any big city at all was like so mm-hmm. exciting. And then I mean, I don't live in like a huge city now, but I definitely don't live in like the woods anymore. (laughs) And so it just it's like, I don't know, this tough thing of like, I really want to be in nature, but I also want to live in a big city. So it's kind of like this push and pull. And I, I don't know, like, what would you recommend for someone who maybe lives in New York City to kind of like connect to that feminine when they can't like just walk out their door and sit next to a lake or enjoy nature as much as they would like to. 100%. Yeah, I know how hard that could be. And, and that is that pull of, you know, wanting to have both sides. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, first we could bring nature inside to us as much as we can, right? You know, mm-hmm. bring some plants into your, your, you know, apartment or house, you know, bring that greenery around you, mm-hmm. even, you know, sometimes, I mean, I live on the lake actually now, but sometimes I'll just like put my hands in the dirt. Like when it was snowing mm-hmm. a lot here, I was, we have like a little garden in our like sunroom and I would just have a bucket of dirt and I just put my hands in it. And it felt <laughs> so good. I you love know? that. And, you know, so you could actually tangibly bring nature in right and yeah get some plants get a pail of dirt from somewhere you know I'm sure you can find a place that has a small bag of dirt that you can (laughs) put your hands or even you know your feet on they also have things that are like grounding pads and such like that I've never actually used them but you can use elements like that um, but also on the other side is the feminine also is about connecting to the body. So doing things that connect to your body, but not in a very masculine way. So like, you know, when we work out, it's a very like forward way. We're kind of mm-hmm. always working in the same direction, right. Where I'm doing this like forward motion with my hands right now, because we're always looking forward. We're typing forward. We're working out lunging and, you know, even mm-hmm. yoga is most of the time in this forward manner, but the body has many different planes to be experienced. So really, you know, starting to include some form of dance, even if you don't dance and you feel awkward about that, like do it more, you know, like circling the hips, creating that like fluid, sensual motion in your body, Mm -hmm. even if it feels silly, you know, bringing that in a little Mm -hmm. by little, and that helps connect to the feminine in an even deeper way as well. Yeah. I really like that. That's interesting too, because once um, Florida, which is where we are opened up a little bit more, I actually started taking dance classes because Mm -hmm. I was missing like, like in college, it was very much like the dance club scene. Like my roommate and I were really big on that. And it was just, it was fun. Like it was very freeing and it was just like, no one else was there kind of dance party. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was something I was really missing when COVID hit. And so when everything opened up uh, slowly, I kind of got that back. And it was just like this crazy, I remember talking to Kirsten about it, actually, like I went, I came back from my first class and I was like, 
this is what I've been missing. <laughs> like, this is what I needed, but I didn't know that's what I needed. Um, so I feel like with everything you're talking to us about, it's just like putting a name to all of these feelings that I had. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's, you know, how you're saying you felt for, you know, it gave you the freedom, you know, and it's, I think that's another thing. We think freedom is an outside job. You know, oh, when I get more money, I'll feel free. When I get mm-hmm. more of this, I'll feel free. Mm-hmm. But actually freedom is a very internal experience. You know, the more you can own both of these sides of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, your feminine, your masculine side, your yin, your yang, and also like your light and dark. Like once you can really get to know all of this human existence, own who you are and feel that expression. I think that's what freedom actually is. Mm -hmm. And then the other things are just like bonuses along the way. But I think that's what we all are really craving is to stop bullshitting ourselves. I don't know if I can curse. I'm sorry if I just can't. (laughs) Uh, But I think we're all just kind of sick of bullshitting ourselves that, you know, to fit into this one box and we're all craving to be internally liberated which is what understanding these two energies helps you achieve. Love it. It's, I feel like it's speaking to so much more than just like, just like these energies, like that you're specifically talking about. Like, I, I feel like I'm thinking of like all these other episodes that we've talked about to like, I mean, finding your like work-life balance and, um, you know, like different like self-care things and manifestation, like as we, have been speaking about this, I feel like it connects to, to so many things. Like it's literally like the end all be all like this energy, these two energies that you, they like coexist within you connect to like everything in your life. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. It's the, it's the energetic blueprint that makes us all up. You know, even when you think, you know, in like religion senses, like Adam and Eve, you know, we have Shiva and Shakti, there's these two energies make up at all. It's that, you know, um, I'm trying to think of the word, but you know, the Kundalini energy, that like serpent, you know, even DNA has that double helix. There's always two sides, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just what this is showing us. Yeah, absolutely. I am curious also, like, would you have any, like, I guess, resources or starting points or, Um, just something along those lines for someone like us, like people like us who are just learning about this stuff. Like, is there, I don't know, I guess, do you have any like workshops that you do or have any resources that you really trust that you would like to share with everyone? Mm. So I, I do, I have meditations on insight timer, which is a free meditation app that anyone has access to. So I have some wild woman activation meditations on there and some other meditations out and understanding like the two sides, the light and dark, you know, within us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, the work I do is about serving, I mean, connecting women to that feminine and masculine energy to prevent burning out in their reality. So if this does speak to you, you can always reach out to me and, you know, we can dive in. I don't have Mm -hmm. like a a workshop to just provide, but we can, you know, explore that deeper together. Yeah, definitely. That's super cool. Well, I guess, uh, Kirsten, do you have any other questions or anything that, that you have for her? Um, I don't have any questions that I was going to say. I just got insight timer and I love it. Like it, it's so awesome. And anyone listening should definitely, definitely check that out. 
Yeah. Insight timer is a beautiful resource. It's there's a lot of live meditation, live events on there that happen like all day long. And then there's hundreds of amazing, amazing teachers. And I just, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So we will definitely link your meditation in the show notes as well. Yeah. Awesome. For sure. Cool. Um, well, thank you again for talking with us. It's been super, super amazing conversation. And I think that, I mean, I know I learned a lot and Mm -hmm. I'm sure Kirsten did too. And absolutely. So so did hopefully everyone else is too. Um, (laughs) but, um, I guess before we sign off, I wanted to, um, turn it over to you to see if you wanted to plug anything like any accounts or like your podcast. Um, I know I mentioned it a little bit before, but, um, you can take it away. Yeah. Thank you so much for giving me that space. So you can connect with me through Instagram. It's dot Annette Maria. You can also, if any of this speaks to you, you can just send me a quick email at hello at activations by And yeah, I'm also on Facebook, Annette Maria, and my podcast is The Sacred Dance, or anywhere you can find a podcast, new episodes come out every Thursday, and we explore the polarities of our reality. So, you know, both sides of, you know, many topics of spirituality, sexuality, and healing. And I also have a publishing house where I support entrepreneurs to share their light through multi-author and solo author books. So yeah, Instagram and email is the easiest way to reach me if you feel resonant too. Awesome. That's super great. Thank you for doing that. Um, and thank you again for speaking with us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll be we'll be sure to connect everything like Kirsten said in our show notes and um and you know, be sure to hype up your podcast and everything like that. So <laughs> thank you. It was awesome speaking with you. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. And as for Kirsten and I, we hope that you guys <laughs> took something from this episode. I took a lot of things. I know I learned a ton and be sure to DM or email Annette and ask her questions or follow her podcast, whatever you want to do. And yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yeah. And you know, you can find us at hello next level pod on Instagram as usual. Yes. And we hope you guys have a good week and we'll see you next Sunday. Bye. Bye. Bye.